Thursday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's, that's <laughs> stupid as fuck, dude. Okay, uh, this is the first episode of the J&K podcast. Um, we're in Jacob and Kieran. Yep, we're in a tiny little room under his stairs, Jacob's stairs right now. And yeah, we're making a podcast because we won uh, two well, microphones no, let's at an arcade. Them, let's tell them that story. All right, so last Sunday, you know, I we wanted to go to like do something fun, and so we like decided to go to an arcade. And the second we walked into that arcade, it had like these prize things on the left with prizes they could win with the tickets, and um. There was like a giant bear, there was like a blender for whatever reason, but there was so many different things. But the one that stood out to us was a podcasting kit. We wanted to be like our hero. Joe Rogan. And Kanye West. The two best podcasters of all time. For legal reasons, that's not true, but you know. Okay, so yeah, we, uh, we spent about... Three hours gambling uh, away, Jacob's dad's hard-earned money to get the podcast. I think it was like three hundred bucks in total, something like that. Yeah, no, not smart, but we got the we got the kit that cost like twenty five dollars. And then we we have two right now. We got one the other day. It took us like one hundred eighty bucks and like three hours of grinding to get the first one. It was like the superhero coin thing, which was sick. And yeah, and um. Basically, just like a casino on. It's like, like a casino for kids, you know. Yeah, I think we should make gambling legal for little kids. What? You know, it's it's not like a it's not an activity; it's a lifestyle. You know, gamble away all of your money and make the government happy. You know, you have to pay less taxes, you know, right? I mean, the house wins every time, so screw it. No, they don't. Blackjack you have a fifty-one percent chance of winning. Oh. Fun fact, 90% of gamblers quit before their big win. Okay, so we don't know what to talk about on this because it's our first episode. So we um, went to Google and we pulled up Pinterest with 73 topics and things to talk about. Funny, interesting, and random by Intelligence with 56,000 followers. Not even close to as many as we have. No cap. Okay, so I'll ask the first one. Jacob, what's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? <laughs> that, that, that is... Can something in your refrigerator be strange? Like, I don't... I feel like anything that belongs in a refrigerator goes in a refrigerator, you know? And, um... Well, I mean... Eggs, you know, milk, juice... Deli meat, ice cream. That's boring. Well, I'm just going through my refrigerator thinking of things that could be weird. Um, you could say like soda, like very spicy hot sauce. If you got that? Nah, my mom and dad don't like hot sauce. My family loves hot sauce. We have like sixteen different kinds of hot sauce just in the fridge. We um, got like sriracha, Valentina. There's like this green stuff. It's really spicy. I don't. I don't really love it. But it goes well with eggs. Have you heard of the bomb? That really hot sauce, the bomb. No, I haven't. Last thing I had that was like really spicy was one of Ethan's cheese balls. Well, have no. Have you eaten? Um, have you heard of the Hot One Show? Oh yeah, no, I've heard, I've heard of that show. Um, I think like the ninth hot sauce that they have is called the bomb, and it's like, 
and I, well, I'm gonna pull up a video for you. Um, it's by Badlands Chugs. Okay, was that the guy who like? Yeah, yeah. two liter baked boon baked bean boot chug featuring the bomb. Huh. It's it's very educational. Just an ad right there. <laughs> few moments, and today, we're doing something unorthodox. We're chugging beads. Don't touch that mouse. Okay, yeah. That's a 10-minute video. I'm no, not no, 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 no. Trust, trust. This isn't a reaction thing. I mean, it could be. Watch this. <laughs> All right. Enough talk. I'm so terrified. This is the hot bean challenge with the bomb hot sauce, all right? Three, two, one. That's just a dude chucking beans. This is, this is like peak entertainment. You guys can't see this, but it's literally just like a giant dude chugging beans out of a glass boot. We're screwed in society. Yeah, no, I'm not watching any more of that. What the hell is that? <coughs> That is peak entertainment. You have that in your fridge? No, we were, we were talking about, like, you you brought up the hot sauce topic. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. Well, if the strange thing in my fridge, um, probably would be, like, um, we have, like, um, what's it called? We have, like, tater tots in the bottom. It's, like, old tater tots. That's oh. probably the strangest thing in my fridge. What's the strangest thing in your fridge, Kenan? I got like uh, like some. I think there's like a bunch of frozen cherries in my freezer at the like below the fridge. So it's kind of said I guess it counts, but. Uh, we had those too. Yeah, no, we just got like a like a bunch of them for some reason. No clue, but okay. On to the next one, Jacob. What would you do with ten million dollars? Oh, that's a good question. Um. No, you know, like, you know, like, financially, I feel like the smartest thing to do will be, like, to invest it. Or no, like, you're spending all of it right now. How would you spend it? Oh, if I had to spend it, well, I'd probably buy stocks. Um, nope, has to be physical. What are you spending it on? What? Um, physical, I'd probably buy a house. Um... And is this $10 million after tax or with tax, before tax? $10 million cash, no government taxes. All right. So I'd probably buy, like, uh, like a good house. Like, maybe not a million-dollar house, but, like, a higher $100,000 house. And um, um, I'd probably, um, oof. I feel like it would be fun just, like, to buy a farm animal, you know, like a pig or a cow, and just, like, start your own farm. Oh, 
I feel like it'd be fun just like to buy my own farm, like buy a pig or something like that. Make bacon or like start a. Oh, dude. Bacon. Oh no no no! Know what I do with ten million dollars? I buy. Wait, does businesses count as physical? Sure. I would buy a house first of all. Then I buy a business, like one that is like definitely profitable, something that you know like it's just in its like beginning stages, something that would be like reasonably viable, you know. That's what I would buy with ten million dollars, and with the leftovers, I would probably just save it, you know. And put okay. it into stocks eventually, because you're not letting me. Yeah, yeah, no. What would you do with $10 million? Oh, I'm buying a fighter jet. See, like, how sick would that be? Remember that, like, what would you do with the $1 million project? That yeah, we had no, the Miss Warren's thing? million dollar projects thing. That was, that was kind of annoying, but also kind of fun at the same time. Yeah, I, mean, I think she just didn't really have much else to do, and it was super fun, though. Yeah, I remember how you, like bought like a trailer park truck and you said you'd live in there yeah so they kind of for both like car and other stuff and then they just spend the rest of the money on a fighter jet yeah (laughs) um Um, no but you can buy like decommissioned like fighter jets online for not cheap but like cheaper than you think yeah i mean if we like google like soviet era fighter jets you can buy those for like two and a half million dollars which still not cheap, but with ten million dollars, you still have a bunch more money. Uh, no, not say. not a toy fighter jet. You gotta like uh, I think it's called like Raptor Aviation. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and forty. Hundred forty three million for an F twenty two. Right. You just searched a Raptor fighter jet price. Are you... I mean, that's pretty expensive, but, like... Obviously. Okay, so Raptor Aviation. This is a website where you can buy, like, a bunch of, like, decommissioned, like, military planes, helicopters, um, and fighter jets, as well as, like, um, like, passenger jets, like, rich dudes. So you can buy a 1974 MiG-21 for about... Two million dollars or something? Yeah. Two million? Wait, I think it just... Yeah, it's a MiG-21 for about two million. Uh, and then there's a two-seater MiG-21 that you can buy for half a share. You can buy that for about four million. Still not cheap, but, you know... With ten million dollars, you could buy that. Exactly. <laughs> and then I think what's what's really nice is for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can buy a J thirty five Draken, made by the Swedish uh, military. Who look at that? And that's that's two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and you get a bunch of extra parts. That's crazy. Um, I think the craziest thing that I saw somebody about the one million dollars was like. Is, um, I think, no, in Alabama, aren't, like, the houses in Alabama super cheap? Yeah, no, Alabama and, like, Texas area have, like, super cheap houses. Yeah, so I saw somebody, like, buy one of those, and then they, like, decided to buy, let me find out. Yeah, no, housing markets in, like, southern countries and, uh, like, states and stuff are 
insanely cheap. Uh, also, if you just go to like um, like a third world country, you can buy so much property and so much land for very cheap. It's a little life hack that I learned off some dude on the internet. Well, look at that. What's that? Gorgeous Thanos one-piece swimsuit for men and boys. Why? <laughs> Alright, so Jacob just Googled... Uh, no, I didn't Google any. I, I just found this. He Googled, like, random, uh, like, Amazon stuff. Uh, it's a 4.4 star rating. That's good. That is really good. And there's no cons. 77 reviews. No cons, either. There's also... An weird. ostrich pillow head thing, which literally just... It looks kind of weird. It looks like your face is inside of a pillow, and it's really, really weird. Ooh. Uh, I think Jacob was just reacting to, nope. like, a... Nope. Yo, is that a Nick Cage pillow? Dude. Yo. 13 bucks. 39,000 reviews. 4.7 for a Nick Cage stars. pillow. That is awesome. I want that for like Christmas. That's so cool. Pickled lip balm. Ugh. Yo, what's that? Is that a... It's like a chicken leash. Oh my god, I was walking downtown in Wolfboro uh, a couple, like maybe a week or two ago. And I saw someone like holding like a duck on a leash. They had like, they literally had like a duck and they were walking around town and it was on a little leash. Wow. I, I I think I saw that, too. Yeah, you work at the pet store. Have you seen any, like, weird animals come in? They're just dogs. I mean, c- people bring in, like, cats, dogs, and, you know. I think the weirdest thing I've seen, some I think somebody trying to bring in a goat. Someone tried to bring in a goat to a pet store? Yeah. Do you guys sell goat food there? We sell dog stuff, cat stuff, rabbit stuff, and bird stuff. Huh. Birds. That's a little bit uh, strange. We we have like one or two things for birds. That's really it. But um, you know, like we still have it. So, all right. Question number three. Do you care about reviews? I'm just gonna do a quick shout out here uh, to Sage Griffin. Yeah, no, no, she was a hater. She said, don't start a podcast. F you, Sage. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't care about reviews. You just you just reacted to a review. You, what? No, no, that's Sage. She's just annoying. I mean, technically, that's a review telling you not to do. Okay, so I guess I do care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't believe in us. God did. Bro. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, don't, I don't really care about reviews. Do you? I mean, it depends. If it's, like, a main, like, it's kind of a funny word. Like, if it's, like, a like a harmful review, like, saying, like, what Sage did, then I don't care about it. No, bro, I'm just joking. She just doesn't, like, like think it's a good idea to make a podcast. I just wanted to do that. Uh, well, still. But if it's, like, a good review, like, or if it's, like, an educational review, if somebody's trying to help us get, to help me or you get better... Then I care about it. Constructive criticism, devil's advocate kind of thing. But if it's like... Yeah, good reviews are good, bad reviews are bad. I think that's... What do you wish your phone could do? Um, probably want it to be able to, like, call someone famous or something. 
Just, like, have all, like, celebrity numbers on it or something? Yeah, or, like, hack into, like, a bank and just, like, transfer me a crap ton of money. What? <laughs> how, how cool would that be, though, you know? Like, your bank, I mean, you just wake up and your bank account, like, transferred you, like, $16 million just overnight and you have no idea. Isn't that stocks, though? I mean, if you get lucky, like, the people who invested in Bitcoin, like, 20 years ago are now, like, millionaires. Some of them, some of them are like regretting their life decisions because they sold it really early on. You see that guy who like spent 72,000 Bitcoin to get like a piece, like a pizza? Yeah, he bought a couple pizzas for him and his family. And then he, uh, in the end, it was worth like 200 million or something. Yep, that guy's probably regretting it right now. I think the one thing I wish Mindful would do is like if something is like something meaningful was happening or like if something cool happened it would automatically record it because i feel like you know how like on like youtube and tiktok and stuff like people record these crazy things i feel like it's just so hard to predict when that's gonna happen so i feel like if your phone could like automatically record or like automatically know what to do i feel like that'd be pretty cool well like a little bit of like future prediction stuff like you can see what's going to happen and when to record and stuff. No, it's just like if it was easier to record, like instead of having to like unlock the phone, pull up the camera, start recording. If you could just, I mean, I guess there kind of is like, if you just like. Become a vlogger. If you just do that, you can record. No, those guys are weird. Okay. uh, Number five. What's your favorite number and why? Do we have to keep this PG? No. Oh. I feel like 99% of the population, like, especially those iPad kids, would say, like, oh, ha, 69. But, you know, like, or, like, 420, because those are, like, funny numbers. But I feel like a favorite number, when there's so many to choose, should have more meaning than just being funny. So, me personally, my favorite number is 17 because um it's a good number 2017 was like i don't know one of the best years ever my besides 2016 that 2016 2017 era was just peak life hit different my favorite number i'd probably have to say four because like let's be honest the year four that was just that hit so different you know like four years after jesus died no he was that's how that, that means. Oh, wait. Wait, what? Anno Domini, uh, Latin, means in the year of our Lord. It does? Yeah, it doesn't mean after death. Oh. Correct Miss Sanders on that one time, actually. She got pissed, but you know. Well, 17 is also the day that I was born on. It's the day we know. Yeah. November 17th was the day I was born on. Um, You know, Milan Lucic, that hockey dude. Yeah. Is number 17. He's the GOAT. He's better than Wayne Gretzky. So, like, a lot of coincidences uh, just kind of make it your favorite number? Yeah. It's also seven. It has the number seven in it. You know, lucky number seven. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, another reason why I like the number four is just, you know, it's the first one that's not prime. And so it's kind of like a, just like a, I don't know, it's just annoying that it's different, but it's also, like, just a nice even number. 
But yeah, no, it's a good number. And although if I'm using like a random number, I will usually say six. Because it's just, you know, six. It's kind of, it feels not really seven, but also not quite five, because five seems too on point when you're saying something random. All right, number six. What is more important, having a great car or a great house? I f this answer should not even be, this is not even like a question. Having a great house is ten times better than having a great car, because you can live without a car. I'm, Tell like, that to car dudes. Like, you can, the, like, when you're a teenager, you buy, like, the first car you have is not usually a great car, and they survive with that. But, you know, having a great house is something that I feel like is should be important, because, you know, ha part of your house, like, your house is so influential to your life. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, you know, like... There are homeless people, you know, they live without houses pretty much. But, you know, that way of life is so much harder, in my opinion. Having a great house is more important than having a great car because, you know, like, you can live without a car, but you can't really live good without a house, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and no, I feel that. I feel that. Um, personally, I think having, like, a really good house you're like living on an island, you're living in the middle, like the Caribbean. That'd be so cool, you know? Yeah, like having a waterfront house, like... Oh, but here's the thing, right? If you live, like, on one of the islands in Winnipesaukee, for instance, first of all, you can't even drive a car there, so what's the point, you know? You can just drive a boat into, like, Wolfboro or another town, like, on the lake, get your stuff, go back home. You just live on an island, only need to drive a boat. That's all you need. You but, know? I mean... You could make a like a case for cars. Like there are like RVs and stuff that like technically are houses, but I feel like if you're living in an RV, is that even really a car anymore, or is that more of a house to you? I think it's more like a hybrid. You know, like there's um, what we call it? Like there's like a. Ever see that movie RoboCop, where he was just like a man and a robot at the same time? Yeah. Kind of like that. You know, you're, you're kind of living in both worlds there, but you're not quite in either one. Hmm. All right, number seven. If you opened a business, what kind of business would it be? Okay, so here's the plan, right? I'm going to become a high school teacher, right? And one of my former students who wasn't really a great guy, he's going to find me after I get diagnosed with, uh, I think it was... What kind of, like, lung cancer, right? And then we're going to break bad and go cook meth in the desert. Is, then is this I'm going to become the Heisenberg, and everyone's going to fear and respect me. Then there's going to be a guy in a wheelchair who, like, doesn't really say much, but he's, like, really threatening, and he has a bunch of henchmen. And then we're going to have another guy who runs, like, a chicken business, except it's just a front for his drug operation. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have another guy who's, like, really angry all the time. And he's like, woo, that was good. Whenever he tries the, the product. Is and then the, I'm going to die in a factory in a police shootout. Is this a um, Breaking Bad reference? No. Oh. Where'd you get this idea, then? Has it came it like, to me in a dream. It, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, For me, if I were to open a business... I'm not, I don't really think 
opening a business for me would be like that good. I've never dreamed of owning a business, so I've never really thought of this question. But if I were to own a business, it'd probably be like um like a sports apparel store. Because you know, like I feel like that'd be cool, you know, like as a kid playing hockey or something like that, going into like a hockey store and like just playing around with the sticks was just like so much fun. It was it's even better than like buying one of like the equipment and using it in an actual game. So I feel like if I were to open a store, I could just experience that all day long while make making profit or earning money. So yeah. I feel that, I feel that. If I was gonna open a store, I'd probably uh just like open a bakery or something. I really like like uh like baking and cooking. I just never have really much time to do it. Um Hey, right, we're gonna do another one now. Uh, Jacob, what weird or useless talent do you have? Ooh, um, hmm. I... What weird or useless talent do I have? Well, you know, back in elementary school, the um, the school I went to, Crescent Lake. They had a um, thing called a unicycle team, and that's where I learned how to ride a unicycle. And I feel like that's probably the weird or useless talent that I have, riding a unicycle. Because um, you know, like, when are you ever gonna learn how to ride it? Whenever, you, when are you ever gonna ride a unicycle? You know. And like on that unicycle team, you know, like I learned how to ride backwards. I learned how to ride. Um, how to do a thing called bunny hop where you just hop around on it. Learn how to ride like the super tall unicycle. I feel like that's bunny like... hop isn't like being a furry. No, more it's more of like you grab onto the seat and then you like hop around on the ground. It, it sounds weird, but when you when you see it, it's not really that weird. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's probably the weirder useless town I have. How about you? Um. I don't know, actually. Uh, I, I'm, I'd say I'm decent at, like, uh, like gambling and, like, predicting when I'm going to win and stuff. <laughs> well, that's not really useless. That's, it's just awesome, you know? Um, what? Oh, I can, I can ride a bike with no hands, I guess. It's not that difficult, but... Oh yeah, I can do that too. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what it is. I can I can just like annoy people really really easily. For instance, my friend Ryan Santer, he gets super annoyed. That's my talent right there. Yeah. All right. Question number twelve. What is your favorite movie soundtrack? Oh, this is easy. Um, Interstellar, Christopher Nolan. Amazing movie, right? And an even better soundtrack. It's got Hans probably... Zimmer. Exactly, Hans Zimmer. It's got probably the best soundtrack ever, right? Just for a movie. And also, it's just... It's so fitting for the movie because you're exploring deep space. And you also get to just listen to an amazing, like, piano soundtrack. Um... For me, 
it's a hard split between three. So the first one, obviously, Interstellar. That is just so iconic, and it just sounds so amazing. The second one is another Christopher Nolan movie. It is the um, uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer soundtrack is. Have you also... seen that one yet? I've seen. Have I seen one? Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, I watched Oppenheimer. No, I was just saying because like there is the the part where you got the the Gok Gok nine thousand. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, but um, the Oppenheimer soundtrack like. At the end of the movie, no spoilers, but it's probably been a month, so I don't care. Um, the end of the movie where he's just like staring into the like pond as the ripples, and it's just like they play the soundtrack over that. It just gives you straight chills. It's like, <sighs> but um, oh, I just found another one. But um, so the other one I was thinking of was the um, uh, the Lego Movie soundtrack. You know, like, that Lego, Lego movie soundtrack is amazing as well. Like, everything is awesome. Like, no, the Lego Batman one. Oh, dude, the Lego Batman movie is so good. Like, I love that movie. all Lego movies in general are just so peak. The Barbie soundtrack, too. Oh. We're all just camp, you know? I'm good. That's just, it's my life. Lego movie... Alright, which what song are you playing? Right. This is so that sounds so jambled because of the mic, but yeah, he's playing everything is awesome from the Lego movie. This is so good, what do you mean? Oh uh, yeah. We're gonna move on to the next question. Alright, um MS Warning is good too. Okay, yeah, no, no, next, next. All right, we're, we're skipping. Pause. And there's Dude, Batman, too. Stop playing, bro. <laughs> and there's... Ba- yeah, okay, okay, okay. This okay, is so okay, good. Okay. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. Um, Arguably better than Interstellar. No, never. Um, ooh, I'm just going to find an interesting one here. Um, <laughs> when do you feel the most in control? <laughs> Probably when I'm, like, driving something, because then I am in control. You know, like, who, like, drive, like, a boat or, like, a like a golf cart or a car or something, you know? That's always fun. You always feel like you just, like, you're on top right there, because you, you can control a machine that's worth, like, But at the same time, you really bunch. don't have control either, because, you know... If somebody else, like, like... Hits you, you in the you, face of the tire iron, you're just dead. Yeah, if you're, like, you have control over your own vehicle, but at the same time, you have barely any control of the people around you. That's true, that's true. Okay. Isn't that what life is? Like, you have control of yourself, but you have no control of the people around you? Huh, yeah, I guess so. Deep. Alright, we're gonna do two more. Where and when was the most amazing sunset you've ever seen? Oh. So, my family, we um, do vacations in Maine. We didn't do it this year because we went to Florida, but um, in Maine, we, like, rent out a house for a week and we stay there. And um, one night we're doing, like, a late night drive. And 
the sun was just like huge in the sky. It was like abnormally large. And then um it like the ocean like turned like a purple. And like the sky was like orange and purple. It was beautiful. And um that same night they had like a super moon. Have you ever heard of like what a super moon is? Yeah, no, I know what a super moon is. It's just gigantic. It's when the moon is like huge. Yeah. No, my favorite sunset, I was probably, I was in Iceland, and it was just, like, right over this, like, lake of sorts, and it was just amazing, because there was an island in the middle of the lake, or, like, a bay or something, and there was, like, some mountains in the background, it was this, like, deep orange at the bottom, and it faded into, like, a light purple near the top, because, like, the sun never really, really sets there until, like, 2 a.m. It's... It's probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It's just amazing. Um, yeah, that was, oh, that was awesome. All right, last one. No, 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 I have two more. No, dude, just, just do that one. No, this one. Yeah, and then just, just finish one. off on that one. All right, no, 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 two more. Fine, two more. Who is your oldest friend and where did you meet them? My oldest friend. I've known since I was, like, probably, like, two months old. Still friends with him. Lives in uh, Philadelphia now. But, yeah, no, he's my oldest friend. Do you, do you mind sharing his name? Uh, Wes Arnold. Yeah, go find this. Yeah, he's... He is, uh... Yeah. He, he's Wes. Known him forever. What about you? Um, for me, you are definitely not my oldest friend. Oh, like, definitely not. I've known you for like a year or two. Which is funny. But, um, we're not really friends anymore, but I guess I remember the friend that I remember having when I was younger was Tucker. Tucker Eaton. We're not really friends anymore, but like when we were younger, we used to do everything together. And, um, yeah, I met him at a, I think it was the daycare was where I met him. Nice. And, um, met him and then we became closer through hockey. He played hockey with me. But I think, I think when he decided to quit hockey and start playing like football, basketball, those type of sports, it's when uh, we fell apart, you know, but it's like, it's a, I don't really care anymore about it. All right. Alright, last one. Who has the biggest impact on the person you've become? I, I want you want to go first, or sure. Um, probably my my older brother Oliver. Uh, you know, like if you have younger siblings, this is a fact. Uh, they're basically just like a copy of uh, you. You know, so I used to take a lot of inspiration from him. Uh, he's kind of just always been there for me, which is really good. And yeah, I'd say he's had the most impact on me. What about you? Um, for me, I'm the older brother. So, you know, my younger brother most definitely does not have an impact on who I am. Even though I, I love him, but like, he doesn't really affect me as a person. But... 
I feel like he will eventually, but not right now. He's just kind of annoying as hell. And, um, but, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I guess it would be, um, you know, my parents, obviously, but, um, I've, um, um, you know, my coaches obviously have a big effect, teachers, friends, I feel like the obvious answer would probably be my parents, um, but, yeah, no, your parents have a, like, a huge impact on who you are, you know? Yeah, you know, there's always those type of kids that say, you know, like, Andrew Tate is the biggest effect on my life. I am a Sigma male. Sounds like Dylan. Yeah, honestly. But, um, Dylan Quinn. You know, at that point, are you even like, is that even true? Like, is some dude on the internet who like says stuff is like, is he really the most important person? Are people on the internet the biggest effect in their life? Or is it the people who have been, you know, like, caring for you or, like, nurturing you since you were born, you know? That's, I mean, my parents, obviously, but, like, I feel like... Yeah, know, there's there's always so many people who have been It's It's really hard to say. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think we're going to end it uh, about here. But we're going to probably record another episode in, like, a week or so, maybe less. But yeah, this is the first episode wait, 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 wait. of J and K. Wait. No, have you ever gone on an online date? Fuck no. Yes, you have. With who? I don't know. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna end it here. No, um, you went we'll, home with we'll make another episode. <laughs>